Whoa, there we are. Welcome in. It is seven o'clock. It is H-Town Wheelhouse and Eric for Locked On Astros. Will the Astros sign an Otani-style deal to keep Altuve, Bregman, and Tucker? Let's talk about all the possibilities on this edition of Locked On Astros. Are locked on Houston Astros, and we update you joins for a daily locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on X at Eric Talkstros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can he find you on this lovely Tuesday evening? They can find me at H Town Wheelhouse on X, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on X, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, positive. I'm positive that Crane will defer a bunch of money. Always Stros. Guys, thank you for making Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and subscribe to us. Go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify. Become an everyday or somebody that listens to our podcast every day. So there may be a few uh, fewer episodes uh, for a month or so during off offseason. Uh, but that doesn't mean we're not going to be here for you. Definitely, uh, we're still going to try to do them as much as possible. But during the holiday season, there's a lot going on family-wise. So Keep that in mind, but we are going to be here. We are your daily Astros podcast, so thank you for making us your first listen. And uh, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, this is our first time we, we get to react with Shohei Otani's contract, yeah. the actual uh, re- revelation that he deferred 97% of his uh, money. Uh, so then can the Astros kind of duplicate something like that? Yes, I know Shohei Otani is making $50 million off uh, off the field, Every year. So uh, Altuve, he's not making that from those HEB commercials. So we know that. So we'll talk about that. Could the Astros maybe do some type of uh, deferment type of deal to kind of make that work, make the numbers work under the CBT? And we'll talk about the CBT, where the Astros are. And uh, Dana Brown, I mean, we've kind of skirted it a little bit, but uh, I saw an article today. Uh, I think it was from a sports nation or something, but they basically said, I think it was Ken Hoffman. He said that Dana Brown has basically separated himself from Dusty Baker. And he's basically said, no, uh, Yiner Diaz is my catcher. Taz McCormick is going to be playing mostly a lot in uh, the outfield. And so everything that Dusty Baker kind of was like, no, this is my team. I'm going to do this. Dana Brown has made it clear, and I think he's made it clear to Joe Espada, you're going to make this happen for me because we need to do this. So, Brett, I'm your principal. I'm okay. going to pay you $100 for the next 10 years. Okay. And then after that, I'll pay you – I don't know what your salary is. I'm not going to say it. Let me just make up something. 60000 per year. Plus your current year, so your current salary for that year. So I'll pay you one hundred twenty thousand, but you only get a hundred dollars per year. Could you live off that for, for how long? For ten years. Can I move to a developing country where I can escape my debts? Okay, <laughs> then let's do it. 
So um, I'm going to tackle this question as I roll into the Otani explaining what's really going on here. Does deferring money past the life of the contract count towards the so-called salary cap? 43 million of it will count against their salary cap, not a full 70 million. Let me just say this. Let me just tell Mr. Rob Manfred, the next time you want to lecture me about making this league a little bit more fair and balanced, don't allow bullcrap like this. This is the kind of contract that is discouraging to teams with smaller budgets that you know aren't going to spend, right? And I've, I've said this on a couple podcasts. The Kansas City Royals, when Bobby Witt comes up, they're, what are they going to pay him in? Um, are they going to pay him in um, tornado shelters and cows and, and, and cornfields? They a pitcher today. I but they're not they're not spending 700 million my oh, point is there's only one team in the league that's doing this actually, not only actually, hold on the giants just uh, came out and said that they were uh, they're uh, open to making the same deal well but they just signed jung ho lee to right. a 6 year 160 million dollar contract hello why can't we get on that train okay I, I just i think I, I think that it is absurd that this Shohei Otani fella can go, oh, you know, just give me $2 million for the next 10 years. And then after that, pay me $680 million or whatever it is for the next 10 years. Do you realize that they not only have deferred his contract, but also Mookie Betts' contract? Mookie Betts can get paid to into his 50s or something like that. It's mm -hmm. absolutely insane. The only long-term effect that I think that these owners have is they're probably going to sell the team at the end of these 10-year contracts. Because they're going to be so strapped for cash, it's going to be insane. I, I just have a, I have a real problem with this, Eric. I really do. I really think it's bad for baseball as a whole. I think it's ludicrous. I think it's asinine. And this is what they should do. If you sign a guy for 10 years, 700 million, then you've got to count all $70 million against the cap. It is total BS that he's getting $2 million a year. How many American-born players or players at that are going to only take $2 million a year? I think it's wrong to ask a player to only take $2 million a year. I mean, what is the narrative now? Oh, you want $20 million? Well, Shohei Otani only gets two. Like, I just, I know I'm being a little nuanced here, but I, I just, I don't understand how this is allowable. I know it's in the CBT. I get it. But isn't this an abuse of the system? There shall be no limitations on either. I, I get that. I know what they wrote into it. But it's total hogwash. Nobody else can do this. Nobody else is going to do this. Now, we can talk about deferring a reasonable offer to Altuve, to Bregman, to Tucker. That's not going, that could equal, and not even equal what Otani's getting. Right. But one player, Eric. Now, I do understand this. I understand the economics behind it. In the next two to three years, they make their money back threefold. They make four to six billion dollars. I get that. I get the business side of it. I get it with TV contracts and TV deals. But I just think do we need a salary cap. We need a salary cap. This is this is stupid. This is dumb. I don't like it. I just I have a real problem with it, man. I mean, call me a hater, and I love Shohei Otani. He came up with this on his own, apparently. But what? And does he even know the the, the dollar's not going to be valued the same when he gets the rest of that money? In ten years, does he realize? Does he know the dollar continues to decrease? Does yeah. he know this? I mean, 
does he know something about the American dollar that we don't know? Are we about to go through this economic surge and the dollar go through the roof in value? I don't think so, kids. Yeah, uh, they all, it's also with no interest. So basically, the Dodgers are are actually earning interest, interest on the $68 million per year. So if the, the Dodgers are probably going to spend that money, yes, on players and stuff like that. But if they're really smart, they would put some money in the bank, uh, like uh, we learned in, um, what was that, Mary Poppins? Uh, Mary Poppins. I was thinking of class. You were like Mary Poppins. Yes, (laughs) because Mary Poppins is where I go for my life lessons. (laughs) But uh, a penny in a bank. Is Uh, that why you is that why you almost became a like um, a chimney sweeper? I'm joking. Sorry, is it Mary Poppins? Yeah, but um, I want to correct something just just so people don't get confused. The CBT hit on um, on. Otani is actually going to be 46 million per 46. Season. Okay. I thought it was 43. Yes. Okay. 46. So Thank it's you. 46. And the way they calculated it is the contract is going to be about the total value of the contract, including deferment is about $461.8 million. That's with everything that they calculated. So uh, I, I'm, I'm a math teacher. I don't get how they take 700 million and make it that, but I'm sure that has something to do with interest and everything. So bat, it's uh, definitely something that um, uh, is going to suck after this 10 year deal, because you're going to be paying $68 million for a player that's not there. And that's going to be, well, here's cap it. Here's the thing. And the Juan Soto thing is, you know, him him going to New York. If they don't re-sign him, he he's already said, I don't want to talk about re-signing. I just want to focus on winning the championship. Someone posted a picture of Mookie Betts next to Otani, and they said this sealed the deal. M- Mookie said, hey, why don't you come over to the Dodgers because we take October's off. That's not. It's fun. <laughs> oh, no. But here's the deal. I'm sorry, Dodgers. Get to the World Series. They've tried with Turner. They tried with Scherzer. They brought Freeman on. They've tried with all these players. Now, what will change the game for the Dodgers? And this is what they have to do. Now that they've done this deferment and they've made a spectacle of themselves, if they don't go out and get a cease or anybody like that, they're in trouble. Yeah, so uh, speaking of Scherzer, he kind of maybe, we talked about Altuve, maybe Bregman. Uh, Scherzer had a contract in his past that maybe the Astros can kind of model, not necessarily Shohei Itani-like deal. We'll talk about that in a second, about maybe signing Jose Altuve to a long-term deal. Hey, guys, thank you for tuning in to Locked on Astros. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. That's right, score early this NFL season. Going into the playoff picture, look, I know the Texans had a rough loss and they're riddled with injuries, and we may have a Mills-Keenum-QB combo, but I'm telling you, the Texans are getting ready to roar this next week. And if you're a first-time customer with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, you can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right. Your team wins, you win. If you've been thinking about joining, why are you waiting? Look, the playoffs are almost here, so you might as well get on this train while it's full steam ahead. By joining FanDuel, you'll have fun. Not a better time out there than that to be had. This app is easy to use. A wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the playoffs this year for the NFL and kick into action FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. 
Hey guys, why don't you check out Locked On Sports Day? It's the first 24-7 streaming YouTube channel out there, and it's covering the top sports news of today. You know, it was probably all Shohei Otani out there when he uh, signed that deal, and uh, everybody was talking Shohei Otani. So uh, it has daily um, shows uh, 24-7 with local experts like me and Brett, plus all the local experts across the nation. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the First ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right. So, Brett, uh, I was uh, yes. we, we understand that Shohei Itani and the Dodgers did not create the deferment. We know that Bobby Bonilla uh, is the king of deferments as uh, he yeah. was being paid, uh, what, $1 million uh, for – however many years I saw, I think somebody said that he's still getting paid till 2035 or something. Oh, wow. So, uh, but I think that what we've seen in past Max Scherzer, when he saw, I think it was a three-year deal with the nationals. He had half of it deferred. And so uh, we've seen stars. uh, Mookie Betts had some of his deferred. We've seen players take deferments in the past. We've just never seen it to this extreme measure. And we saw some, um, some player, I, I forgot the guy's name, but he signed with the Reds and he made a comment today that uh, no uh, deferments with the salary is like $750,000. So he's like, no, def- no deferments with this one. Sorry. But um, uh, it's good that the players are making joke with this, but, but at the same time, could the Astros, the Astros, uh, we'll talk about the CBT in a second. They are officially over. So um, now that they are over, they don't want to be over too much because they'll have to pay uh, tax and everything. So we want to extend Jose Altuve. We want to go and try to attempt to extend Bregman and uh, Tucker. We would like to, but we don't have to do it immediately. The other two guys we do. So could we use some type of deferment process to kind of uh, take away some of the um, cash burden, so to speak, and some of the CBT uh, burden away and push it back to later? And would Jim Crane be open to doing that? I mean, look, we know that Jim Crane doesn't is he's not a fan of long term deals. We know that. And when we talk about this, we talk about this in realistic terms. Obviously, we know that we're not going to defer hundreds of millions of dollars beyond 10 years. But is there a way if you be like Eric? The only thing I would say about this, what what gets me down off of like being heated about this ridiculous contracts, I do think it's ridiculous, is I think there is a way that you can reasonably approach Tucker because I don't think he has to have a 10 year deal. You can approach Bregman and you can approach Altuve and say, look, we've got Jordan locked up right now, but when he comes up, he's going to want money. So we need to defer things and try to fashion this team. If you guys want to stay together, we want to keep you all together. We'll put pieces around you all. When Jordan comes up, we'll protect him, all that stuff, and we'll keep you guys together. Let's see how long. Let's 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 break records with you guys. Because you're going to have other guys come up. You're going to have the Meltons, the Desenzos, the Eric Gettys. You're going to have guys that are going to break through. Like, we didn't just stop producing Major League players because we didn't get to the World Series this year, right? I think there's an, a reason. I think there's a reasonable way to do this. And Altuve may be the perfect candidate to start that trend. Maybe Altuve does it and they don't have to do it for Tucker. Or maybe they do it for two of the guys. They don't have to do it for one of the guys. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there is a myriad of combinations that you can get this done, 
while looking ahead to when Jordan Alvarez's contract comes up. Just remember, Abreu's not here that long. He's going to be off here in a year or two, right? So he's gone. Um, isn't I? I believe like um, Verlander has to reach 140 innings next year to yeah. have like to have that. Option, right? Yeah, his vesting option. So I don't know. Maybe they keep him at 139. You know, I don't know. Um, depending on how, how, how good, good he, he pitch, pitches. Yeah. Look, if he comes out, remember, he he's still working on that new elbow. And I know he didn't have the best, best year, but he didn't have a bad year either. So I think it's possible, Eric. I think it opens up opportunities. And if Crane's not going to do that, like, I mean, this this Lee guy that signed over in San Fran, I would love to try to be in on Yamamoto. But I think we got so many things in-house that we have to take care of. Crane's a smart businessman. There's got to be a way that a billionaire can sit down with an agent and figure out how to get your player paid, but also not break the bank and also not be such a seismic and just splash of a hit like this Otani deal was. Right. I know Robin Cypress. I think this was a little ton in cheek here, but he said, go ahead and pay Tucker 300 million for 10 years. Give him 2 million for the first 10 years with the rest of the balance deferred. Go ahead and pay <laughs> Bregman 240 million for eight years, 2 million per year, then uh, 224 million deferred, and then give Altuve what he feels is fair. Now, that's not what we're talking about here. I know that right. was tongue in cheek right after that. And you can't do that uh, with more than one player. But if you pick that one player, you can do a deal like that. Not quite like Shohei Otani, because uh, uh, none of the Astros players have the endorsements that Otani does. He has, he's an um, a international celebrity. He has money coming in left and right. People probably just mail him the money. He's just, they're just like, look, instead of buying something, we're just going to send you the money. So here it is. So uh, basically what the Astros could do with Altuve, uh, depending on how much he, he needs, if let's say it's $35 million, you can go ahead and do something like, um, I don't know if they'll do a 10-year deal. I don't think they'll do it. He's 34. So I think you probably looking more at a five-year deal with maybe some team options, but you can maybe do some type of deal where maybe it's even pay half his salary or maybe more and then defer maybe 10 million of it or something for later on. Well, you could, um, so if you're, let's say, let's say you give him, let's average it out. Let's say you give him upwards of 37, but you don't start at 37, right? You like you like escalate. You give them 32, 34, 35, 36, 37. And then you you take that like 32 minus 37 would be five, right? You take that five million out. 32, you take that five. So that's 10. Let's let's say you give him 32 times five years. Okay. That's like 160 million, right? So if you do 35 times five years, that's 175. You defer 15 million of that to the end of the contract. Maybe even you, more. Well, you, you yeah. could do that. You could essentially say it's a 40 million, 40 million times five years. I know that's a lot for Altuve. I don't think they would do it. That's 200 million. You could do, um, yeah, let's just do this. 35. No, I mean, defer just, more just, that his actual deal. So if you're giving him 37, right. only, I mean. I, okay. Just, so let's give him, so let's give him 28 for five. Okay. 28 for five. We're going to defer. So you do it. What? 28. Um, minus 35 is what seven, so that's seven times five, that's 35 million dollars that you defer, right? Mm-hmm. So, you look, this this can happen. I'm, I'm telling you right now, and, and Eric, 
I think you'll back me up on this. Jose Altuve will not play for another team. He he will okay. never play for another team. He will be a Houston Astro for the rest of, of your life, of my life, for eternity. Jose Altuve is a Houston Astro. He will walk through the pearly gates to St. Peter with an Astros jersey on. He will not wear anything else. Um, do oh oh, so we still have Grinky on the books here? Yeah. But that's but that's over the years, though, right? That's that's deferred, right? Yeah, that's deferred. So <laughs> and but... remember, Arizona still took a portion of that too. And Grinky has let teams know he's available. Sorry, no, Grinky. We've done that by no too, too much. I don't I don't no, I don't want Grinky. It's like <laughs> 20 miles an hour. <laughs> no, I would rather get his kid signed up. His kid looks like he can hit from the left side. Oh, and hey, we got um we got a Gray Kessinger's brother in here. His older brother is in here saying hi. He said he loves the show. Thank you, Kessinger. We appreciate appreciate you supporting the show. But Eric, there are reasonable ways. And and, and no, we're not saying that Crane all of a sudden is going to fall in love with the long term contract because of the deferrals already become the Dodgers 2.0 and deferred contracts. Right. But it does open up an avenue that I certainly didn't think of. And all the smartest baseball people, I'm pretty damn sure you didn't think of this stuff. Oh, they said Otani came up with this on his own. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like, he that's insane. Give the Dodgers the ability to compete now. And he then does. when he leaves, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what happens. <laughs> Screw you, bro. <laughs> yeah. But so. It's like Ben said, he now goes into the Hall of Fame as a Dodger. He doesn't go as he doesn't go in as an angel. He goes in as a Dodger. He will forever be in that Sandy Koufax, Don Drysdale, in that legendary Dodger folklore, Tommy Lasorda. Kurt Gibson, you know, or Hershiser, he will be one of the greats. Fernando Venezuela. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sure I'm missing a lot of key Dodgers. I, you know, I'm not that well versed, but I remember the Dodgers and the Astros rivalries in the in the 80s. And, and so, um, you know, look, good good for Otani. I'm I'm never going to be mad at a guy getting what he's worth, right? right? But yeah, yeah. So guys, y'all keep on saying that Jim Crane is cheap. We'll talk about that in a second. Not. Guys, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts like us on Locked On Astros, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So I don't have it right here. Oh, here it was. Paige asks, what was your idea that you had for a Dodger promo on Twitter? So I thought it would be a good idea, and I'm never going to go to a Dodger game, so I'm not going to benefit for this. But I thought since Shohei Tani is going to be playing for $2 million per year, why don't you go and have a promo night where you um, maybe if you come before the game, you can't have it the whole game because you'll have a lot of drunk people, but have $2 drafts before the game. So get there early, pregame. For two dollars, I thought you were gonna say, you were gonna say give away. No, you know what's better? Give away two million dollars because you can afford it because you've got this Japanese market, you've got this global icon in your stadium. You're gonna be selling a billion dollars worth of jerseys. You're gonna be people are gonna be flying if if people aren't already flying over from Japan to LA, now they are booking flights left right. and right. The first two games of the year that are in Korea, the Dodgers are gonna be there. You want to talk about a draw in Otani being a draw like a Michael Jackson type of presence. It's going to be insane. Yeah, just give away $2 million. Like instead of the 50-50 raffle Dodgers, 
I mean, you guys have money to blow. So right. just go out there and give, hey, once a year, we're going to give away $2 million. We're going to give away, and Otani is going to hand you a briefcase with the cash in it. See, hire me as your marketing guy. You're going to go to the moon. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, there's a lot of stuff that um, that we've kind of been talking about recently about like um, what's going on. I had the rankings. I don't know what happened to it. I think I deleted So we're fourth right now. Are, yeah, are you talking about payroll? Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to find it. I must have deleted it or something. But yeah, we are fourth in terms of uh, CBT or the, the payroll right now. And so we are going to have to pay about 687000 in taxes as of right now. And potentially if Alex Bregman walks, you're going to have to, you'll probably, uh, that draft pick goes from being uh, something behind the first round to something behind the second round or something like that. So there is going to be some penalty if the Astros finish the season over the the CBT. So it's really close. It's at like 38. Uh, it's like, it's a little bit over 30, uh, 237. It's like 237.6. And that's all because we got that, that the catcher recently and they're probably not done too. So I think that they're probably going to make another addition. They'll probably add another bullpen piece. But as I suggested, the Astros could always uh, maybe somebody whisper, like, I wonder if Shoei Itani is this smart. Did he tell the uh, Angels, hey, you know, you could just drop all these players and maybe get underneath the uh, CBT before the deadline. So uh, the Astros can always do what the Angels did last year. If the Astros are just not a good team, uh, knock on wood next year, you can go ahead and try to get underneath that if you need to. Jordan Alvarez wants to know, do you call yourself an expert? I'm hey, like, Jordan, I don't know. I'm just saying, look, I just put that up there because I'm impressed that Jordan Alvarez has a YouTube channel with his name and with his picture. I'm just saying, thank you, Jordan Alvarez, for continuing to listen. I'm I'm impressed that, look, hey, um, I thank you for letting me interview you in um, Sugarland this last year. I appreciate it. But seriously, here's the deal. Here's the deal. We, I see a path forward now. When I, when I, when I get out of my being upset and pissed off, because I'm still upset and pissed off, I really think, I mean, Eric, I know I've been about signing Tucker, but don't we, don't you think it's more valuable to sign Bregman? Because aren't, aren't outfielders easier to replace? Let's just be honest here. Short stops are kind of the hardest to kind of find. But we're not talking short stops. I'm talking about out of your third baseman, that your third baseman and your right fielder. You can, I can go find a right fielder today. Right. Who am I going to replace Bregman with? Desenzo, um, Wagner, and Whitcomb. I'm not using them right now to replace them. I'm not, I'm not ready for that. I just, if Bregman doesn't want crazy, crazy money and you can defer stuff and you can make it reasonable and doesn't have to be super long-term, hopefully they're kicking the tires on this stuff. It has to make sense long-term though. And I'm not talking about paying them 10 years after the contract. So, so don't, so don't go quote me on Twitter saying, Oh, Brett said that the Astros should do what they did to Otani. Don't say Eric said that. Cause that's hogwash. Okay. Um, but, you know, shortstops, you, you are right. Shortstops are very difficult. And we were very fortunate. Even the down year that Pena had power-wise, I'm still glad we had Pena there to replace Correa. Right. Because without Pena in the 2022 playoffs, we probably don't win some of those games, especially the 18-inning game. 
And I mean, there were some key moments he had, and that's why he was ALCS and the World Series MVP. I really hope he bounces back this year power-wise. I really hope that Pena gets on the ball with that because it is just one of those things where this team is really, really good. Milo, sorry, my dog just walked in on me. Oh, that's fine. Uh, so uh, I, I read an article today by Ken Hoffman, and he basically, um, I know this is all old news, but um, he was basically coming out and saying that uh, that Dana Brown is basically distancing himself, distancing himself from Dusty Baker and uh, making this a kind of a new uh, direction. Uh, pardon the pun there. And so uh, basically saying that, uh, or like the day after Dusty Baker was um, r- retired or decided not to come back, Yiner Diaz is the catcher. And then as soon as Joe Espada or at the winter meetings or whatever it was, or GM meetings, he basically came out and said that uh, Chaz McCormick could be basically playing every day. Jake Myers is our center fielder, or at least he's going to get opportunity to be a center fielder. So he's putting his stamp on the team. And uh, now will Joe Espada go along with that? Probably uh, for the most part until uh, somebody starts struggling. Uh, but Well, my question is, though. And a uh, rookie manager. Sorry, Eric, I did not mean to interrupt you there. Um, but the question is, why is Joe Espada the manager if the GM's making the call who starts? The GM to me does not make the call who starts. That that's 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 not it. That's not a GM move. Period. That is a you you hire me as a manager. I'm going to construct the lineup. Though they do, they let Dusty Baker do it all year. I, it's Joe Espada. It's a suggested retail price. When you go to a store, you see the suggested real I, price, right. retail price, and, our price. That's basically okay. What it is. Right. Yeah. So so to drive that point home, when they have a when they have a sticker price of a vehicle. If you go in there and you pay that sticker price, don't buy vehicles anymore because that's not how it works. They are priced through the roof on purpose, hoping to talk you out out of or hoping to hoping to talk you into that. And all you got to do is, you know what? Say, I'm out. I'm leaving. See you later. And they go, oh, wait, you're not coming back. Oh, no, I'm not coming back. I'm going to the dealer yeah. next door. This isn't locked on auto, buying an automobile. <laughs> so, That's right. Uh, but um, yeah, th- that was fun. But definitely, uh, I don't know if the Astros can, uh, they definitely can't work out the show a like deal for Jose Altuve. He can't live on $2 million. Um, HEB doesn't pay that much. Uh, we'll need a lot of different uh, advertisers come out of woodwork to basically uh, help them out. But I think that there's some way to defer some money to basically help them uh, remain competitive over the four to eight years that you keep Jose Altuve, a Houston Astro, and defer some of that money later. But yes, the deferred money does still count against the CBT uh, down the road. So that uh, I think teams are also, Dodgers are probably also thinking uh, maybe we can, uh, the CBT would be going up by then. So that's all we got for this edition of the Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. He is Brett Chancy, and we will see you tomorrow. And go Strohs. Go Strohs. Cutting it close, baby.